0: This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by Blank Brands. Blank Brands is a compassion priced line of products. Hold
1: on. What do you, do you want to do like a what, what is it called?
0: What is what called?
1: What is the Yeah, but what is the brand?
0: Blank Brands.
1: Right, but what is the name of the brand? Blank no, no, no. I know the space where the brand's name should be, but what is the name of the brand?
0: It's Blank Brands. And the, you asking that is actually kind of cool because Blank Brands is kind of like an anti-brand. Oh, tight. Yeah. Instead of putting money into expensive, flashy packaging, Blank Brands keeps overhead low to offer the highest quality products at the best possible price.
1: I'm going to try and repeat what you just said. Okay. They keep overhead low Mm -hmm. so that you can afford Mm -hmm. great products.
0: Yeah. Well, their motto is all... Killer, no filler.
1: Yo, I fuck with Blank Brands. Yeah, so they just put
0: everything good on the inside, and then they don't spend a lot of money on, you know, all of the trappings that aren't necessary.
1: I love it. Streamline your life. Yeah. So what are some edible flavors of Blank Brands? So
0: the Blank Brands gummies come in flavors like pineapple butterscotch, watermelon mojito, root beer float, and my personal favorite, island guava. Oh my God. Yeah. And their chocolate bars are made with the highest quality ingredients, including Belgium dark chocolate for you and golden caramel milk chocolate for me.
1: I am a Belgian boy. Yeah. 100%. And
0: I'm a milk chocolate girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's the name?
0: Uh, Blank
1: Brands. (laughs) And
0: they're not bougie, they just taste super fancy without breaking your budget.
1: Ooh, I'll keep a pinky up while I enjoy.
0: Go to blankbrand.net to learn more. Blank Brands, products speak for themselves. All killer, no filler.
1: Blank Brands. Hello. And welcome to Weed
0: and Grub. I was sitting out
1: back. Mm-hmm. where we're staying mm-hmm. and I was reading that new book well it's not it's new to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna start over I was sitting in the backyard reading a book
0: <laughs> you sound so reverent <laughs> I was sitting reading a book outside under the star like you're all fucking <laughs> you're like intellectual cred is like mm-hmm. lowers your voice so you're taken serious I was reading Mary Jane yeah
1: in a smoking jacket oh next to a fireplace outside re- under the stars were you
0: twisting your mustache as you read and going hmm Mm.
1: Just loud enough so the neighbors could be
0: like, I think he's reading. I think that sounds like someone reading. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what I do in the backyard here every night. Try and impress the neighbors by reading. By reading. <laughs> in the
0: backyard. That's such a like a Port Townsend move, too, because it's such a quiet, beautiful community here. You could hear someone reading next door.
1: The page is flipping.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a highlighter squeaking through a no- notable passage. There,
0: never use a highlighter. Sacrilege. Really? Oh no, I never mark up my books. But I was just gonna say, uh, we are in the land of the quiet reading zoom. Do you know about this? No. There's so there's a paper in Seattle. So we're we're in Washington. We're in Port Townsend. Keep talking. I got a burp. Oh, it's coming up. Okay. mm Hmm. Um there's a paper, the uh, Alt Weekly in Seattle, it's called The Stranger. It's a great paper. They do a bunch of cool st- They also have the Hump Fest, you know, about that um, porn film festival. They do like a bunch of wacky cool shit. But one of the things that they have that I just learned about because of Julia Sweeney, she joined and made a whole video about it. They have like a reading thing where everyone gets together and they read. They used to do it at a hotel where they would like all assemble in this room and read together and have drinks. And it was like enforced quiet. Cool. Yeah, and now they're doing it on Zoom. And Julia Sweeney just made a whole video about it. She was like, "I'm so excited to be reading on Zoom."
1: I love that reading accountability. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. I I could use it.
0: I love reading next to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. To, I'm sorry to interrupt your reading story.
1: Well, it's okay because I, I'm. I haven't read all quarantine,
0: mm. with the
1: exception of when we put our phones down for 72 hours. Yeah. And I read a lot, and it felt good. So being back here in Washington, where it's quiet and there's deer walking through the front yard and yeah. hummingbirds in the backyard. <laughs> and I've been reading this book by Dan Barber, mm-hmm. who is this incredible chef and someone I really admire. If you don't know who Dan Barber is, thank you. Yes, go on Netflix, mm-hmm. go to the Chef's Table. And he has an episode of Chef's Table. And his episode, for me, is one of the
0: best ones. What's the name of his restaurant again? Blue Hill? Blue
1: Hill yeah. Farms. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into his story in a second mm-hmm. of who he is. But I was reading and I had taken one of those blank gummies, one of those root beer gummies. Yeah. And I read a passage about corn and I said out loud to no one, vegetables are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just this like moment of, like it was honest did your light
0: click on next yeah. door and then they were like yeah dude totally <laughs> i feel you man yeah. vegetables are amazing
1: and then someone clicks on from that one you
0: guys talking about vegetables over
1: there they're amazing <laughs> right <laughs> uh-huh yo you like radishes <laughs> <laughs> they're dope oh, they're so dope yeah don't say potato that's a tuber all right good night everyone <laughs> yeah i do love a radish it's my favorite veg right now but- butter and salt butter and all of so. sudden yeah um yeah so I just like caught myself saying out loud vegetables are amazing and it felt great because being out here in nature and being around all the vegetation that we're around and trying to eat a little bit better um take time to be underneath the stars I'm feeling restored while everything around me is still burning and I have a little bit of guilt about that but to take care of myself to help the rest of the world is kind of where I'm at <sighs>
0: i give that a little breath because I totally am in agreement with you. And I also know the feeling of like, yikes, like we left California just as things got even crazier there. And now we're here with yeah, space and trees and, and some really beautiful air and, you know, eating crab around a bonfire. Yeah. But it's also okay because it's, yeah, okay to take take good care. Is that an earthquake?
1: What, what is, is that? that? Oh, it's a big vegetable. It's a beanstalk. Oh my God. It's a jack. Jack stock.
0: that was a really weird rumble
1: hell yeah, was. Wow. you this is the place where jack's beanstalk would happen totally you know and the giant just sits up in the clouds yep reading
0: <laughs> that's what a thunderstorm <laughs> mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. oh the giant's reading uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think it's okay i think it, yeah but i also totally know you know when i think about um just all the craziness and hardships and stress and everything like when you're having a day where you're like Oh, I just went for a walk on a beach where there's no one else. And I, you know, breathed and looked at the waves. Yeah, there's definitely, for sure.
1: It's nice to smoke weed in a different way right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I was using it to cap an emotional terror at all times mm-hmm. so that I don't explode into flames. Right. Flames.
0: Flames. Ah.
1: Um, but being here and getting high is, reminds me about why I love weed the most
0: uh-huh know what i'm saying i do know what you're and saying that,
1: that's just like a part of my life within my flow puzzle pieces are fitting together in my brain box it's really good yeah
0: yeah i took a bath the other night there's a clawfoot tub and i filled it all the way up and i put in this mustard soak and i basted myself in a bubble <laughs> bath basically with this mustard soak that was incredible it just leached every bit of tension out of my body and then i took some tincture uh and i got in bed and i i could kind of feel it happening but i wasn't even really aware but like i just moved my body around the bed several times just going like ah (laughs) ooh, uh and then like i snored and then i snored so that i woke myself up and then i moved my body and then i fell asleep again and then i snored some more and i was like (laughs) and i was just like i felt like a little badger in a den you know like clean and i mean i don't think badgers are actually known for being clean but like you know that kind of like burrowing hibernated warm comfortable feeling like bath tincture bed clothes all the space i needed to just feel like safe and contained it was fucking awesome that's
1: awesome you know what you just made me think would be a really cool bathtub because you said clawfoot Uh what about an ursula bottom tub what? So it's a jet black tub, mm-hmm. and instead of claw feet, it's Ursula tentacles. Ooh, and then when octopus you, tentacles,
0: uh, right? No, Are you Ursula, specifically Ursula.
1: Specifically <laughs> Ursula, a Disney
0: themed tub. Because
1: then every picture you take taking a bath in that tub, you look dope as fuck.
0: Like I'm Ursula, and the bathtub is my bottom half. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: How fucking cool would that be? Fucking crazy cool. That's fun. That's I'd, a good tub. Yeah.
0: Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> I'd be like bathing and singing and fighting. Right. Oh, bubbles are coming out of it like a yeah. cauldron? Oh, fuck yes. Fuck, man. I just need a couple of more eels for pets and I'd be set. There you
1: go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just put uh, on Archie. Put a flotsam <laughs> That's a, I, fucking costume a, on him.
0: I feel like I've pulled it up to show you, actually. There's a still shot in The Little Mermaid of one of the poor unfortunate souls and Archie does the face when they're like the little like. It has a mustache. It has a long mustache. I do know that one like this sad face little kind of like thing that exists on her cave floor and sometimes I look at Archie and he's like I haven't eaten today and I'm like you've had two dinners buddy stop stop trying it poor unfortunate soul
1: (laughs) what up Mary Jade how's it going Mike we're having a good time yeah we are welcome to weed and grub everyone
0: this This is is a podcast about cannabis comedy cooking culture calling shit out baths
1: baths reading reading oh we're coming in hot <laughs> reading oh, in baths <laughs> yeah what a hot take already vegetables wow. are tight baths are cool i
0: like reading in baths and vegetables what is the are we retired now <laughs> yeah, Do we yeah, just yeah. retire here welcome
1: to the shawl cast everybody oh my god <laughs> we're coming to you live from rocking chairs sipping lemonade talking about what used to be it's
0: <laughs> so funny because i was just at my sister's house it was like it's so late so light it's light so late here because mm-hmm. we're yeah i'm 49th parallel we're close to the Sun. yep and um exactly and it was so i guess it was like eight o'clock but it's still super light out and one of the dogs barked and she shushed and she was like not no it's too loud and i was like it's light out it's like eight o'clock it was this a retirement community and she was like yes it's very quiet around here it is like, very it quiet is very quiet yeah which is part of the restorative relaxation thing but i don't know how long term i could take it
1: no, I like being right loud. Now, it's
0: great, I like being loud too. I like being loud at like four in the morning sometimes. Fuck yeah! They wouldn't like it if I moved here.
1: No, everybody says, "When are you guys getting a place here?" Yeah, you're and- looking
0: at Zillow. <laughs> like, you don't want me to move here. I'd be a nightmare. Everyone would hate <laughs> me in like a month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we're doing Punk Rock Wednesday, where it's an all-day festival where tin cans are being thrown against <laughs> fires. Yeah.
0: Oh uh, yeah, they so, don't want us here. Nah. Just, yeah
1: i like it here for a time being though it's tight yeah um vegetables are tight is what i wanted to get to because Mm -hmm. so the thing about dan barber and the thing about this place is he everything he tries to get everything from his farms so his story is like he started with his parents farm and his brothers wanted to keep it going and then they started growing vegetables and then it got seasonal and then they were like well why just have vegetables let's have the cows for the milk for the fertilizer well if we're gonna have the cows we should have the chickens so that we have the eggs to the feed Mm. it just grew 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 grew. and he was talking about how how um all of it just became now we have goats now we have pigs and it was farm to table but Mm -hmm. he thinks farm to table is kind of bullshit which i think is interesting because the farmers are being forced to grow what we want to eat. So it's not enough that it's coming straight from the farm to the table. He's like, regionality and the idea that w- consumerism is driving what the farmers are forced to grow mm-hmm. is bullshit. It should be like, you know what's hot in this region? This, radishes. So we're going to make a fuckload of dishes with radishes and mm-hmm. show you all the versatility of radish. And then we're going to ask the farmer to grow the most delicious radish he can grow in the soil that's meant for radishes instead of saying we need butternut fucking squash because people order that shit and then you're forced to grow it in a land where it's not going to be the most delicious and he's he's like farm to tables bullshit regionality is where it's at and it kind of changed my thinking on just the marketing of the things i think i'm woke on
0: yeah that's so interesting it makes me think about how like you know gilroy california is like the garlic capital okay you know cool our friend amanda duarte actually grew up in gilroy and they're known for garlic and they have a garlic festival and then there are other parts of california that are like you know an artichoke town or a tomato town and i think that at a certain point was the way that it went and then farm to table sort of became a thing maybe in the 80s mm-hmm. and yeah and I, I i don't know i'd love to know more about it we should have some folks on the pod to educate us a little <laughs> more on you know what the realities of that are well it's
1: really rad. And he yeah. was talking about how corn is essentially it's like it's like a fucking Hummer of a plant. Oh. It takes it has to grow a million feet in the air before it even corns up and then it takes all the nutrients and all the real estate. Like it's just a fucking SUV vacuum for yeah. the rest of the I think it's, land. it's a
0: cool crop in that sense, too, because like weed, actually, it can leach poison and toxins out of soil. So you can like plant a field of corn or hemp mm-hmm. and then it will actually kind of restore the soil, remediate it by pulling all the toxins out. And then you just harvest that crop and you don't use it. I believe corn is this. I don't know. I'm talking of my ass, but I'm pretty sure that. Say it like you mean it and I'll believe you. Well, I, I know that hemp does this, that you can actually plant it and it will actually restore the soil by leaching all of the that poison out of it. It's pretty incredible
1: that's fucking cool yeah a coffee filter for the earth yeah tight neat right see that's what i'm talking about vegetables are tight i had no idea tight i had no
0: idea they're the unsung heroes of the plant world no that's
1: (laughs) (laughs) the plant world vegetables are the unsung heroes of the plant world shut up don't listen to me (laughs) um so to finish up this dan barber trip um so i'm still reading the book it's called the third plate and what
0: which is me at every buffet
1: a- hey, let us keep it going, hey, a- yep, <laughs> a- yep,
0: and, and uh-huh. uh, oh man, I didn't get this body by only doing two plates, come on, yeah, that's my pandemic plate, third plate, <laughs> third plate, that's right, the pandemic, that's really funny, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Hi Dan, uh, so we wrote a follow-up composium to your <laughs> Veggie book, or whatever Mm, it is. Yeah,
0: whatever. (laughs) Read this medium essay I wrote about it.
1: Oh, man. Um, the uh, you it doesn't matter. I'm yeah. sorry, I've
0: interrupted you so much. I'm just happy to talk to you. I am too. Okay.
1: Um, the oh, because of the magical people who live here in Port Townsend, uh, we got to go to that one farm. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the fucking name. Far
0: reaches farm. Far reaches farm.
1: Look them up. Yo, okay, let's talk about them because I got to like act like I knew a couple of things because of this Dan Barber book with people who are what the top seed people in the world like they're 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 so neat they do black market shit that they will not talk about i'm gonna go on record as saying like they have like they they got secret dinosaur seeds from prehistoric times there's no way they don't have like there's definitely secrets
0: yes there's definitely secret society stuff there kelly and sue from far reaches farm I think, met like on top of a mountain in Nepal or something. But they both had dedicated their lives to finding seeds and plants that were in remote locations that might be going extinct because of all the development happening and all over, you know, all over the fucking planet and bringing these seeds and cuttings back to this incredible farm that they established together. And now they grow plants that botanists come from all over the world to see. And they're like, that we saw a plant in a pot that was a prehistoric plant. And it's the only one that exists in North America. America.
1: That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Prehistoric. I, I saw like dinosaur shit. Yeah. And the only one in the country.
0: Yeah. I oh. I ate uh, some weird marine low tide plant that tasted like an oyster.
1: That was amazing, too. It was like salty and like mildly oystery. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Another one. You rub your hand on it. And it smells like peanut butter. Yeah. I didn't like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was so neat. They're so neat. And they have this incredible, like Archie was just zooming around. He was so happy that we walked through all of their greenhouses and their shade garden. And oh, I want to tell you about something and... I learned. What?
1: Okay. So I was learning a lot from him because once you have a couple, um, what are those things called?
0: Old fashions. Thank
1: you. <laughs> like I start loosening up and uh, I just start asking things instead of like quietly walking around pensively going, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, how the fuck does this work? like how does this work you have some magical plant from new zealand next to another magical plant from australia next to a prehistoric plant that is hundreds of millions of years old like how does this work and he took me into the greenhouse and he showed me this little stem and he showed me a little slit in the bottom of the stem and maybe you already know this i didn't know this but what they do is they pull back a little piece of the stem bark so that the white Kind of we'll call it nerves and tissue of the plant are available and then they add a hormone to that little thing to that little like nerve ending part of it because normally the tissue on top of it just like if you got a paper cut skin would grow over it but that hormone changes the composition of that little nerve thing that they opened up to the world and changes the composition of it into roots and tricks that part instead of growing new bark into growing roots and that is how a new plant is made. Wow. I had no idea.
0: Wow. Did I do a good job explaining it? Yeah, I think so. How fucking cool is that? So fucking cool. Yeah. Gardening is fucking cool. Yo. Yo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our master class. It's it's just like
0: <laughs> Guys, did you know? Oh my God. <laughs> That's a bunch of master
1: classes. Like a wait, what? These two
0: fucking idiots. (laughs) So wait, you what
1: you're saying is, uh huh.
0: Okay, wait, what? (laughs) Well, so mulch. Let me get this right. (laughs) And they're just like, get these fucking... They moved to Port Townsend and they bought a piece of land and they started a farm. They're literally the worst. (laughs) (laughs) They're loud. They're obnoxious. They have some fucking podcast. They're up all night.
1: Seattle said, you're not staying here. Port Townsend said, you can't stay here either. Yeah, we we create our own chop situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool, though, right?
0: Very fucking cool.
1: And I was like, so do you just buy hormones in bulk? And he was like, yeah, we just have drums of hormones. Wow. And, you know, some take, some don't, but you dial it all in, and then it's boom, 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 boom. And I was like, man, where can I buy a drum of hormones? And what would happen if I, like, cut my finger and I decided to change I decided to trick my body instead of making skin and a scab into growing hair maybe, like is that possible
0: or maybe you would become like an ant from lord of the rings you know like tree beard that's what mm-hmm. i'm telling you mm-hmm. you turn into a big tree i'm halfway there yeah i mean look everyone's like is that beard all you <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yes it is yeah. i'm telling you yo it's fucking cool
0: it is fucking cool those guys are so fucking cool did you see the top of their gazebo it was like all crazy succulents and stuff. Like just looking at all of the things. There was one plant that I went over and I actually watched it unfold as the moon rose. It's called an evening primrose. And it, you watch it open. Wow. It was crazy amazing. Really? It was we so amazing. We have trippy. hella
1: pictures we can drop with this app, yeah? Yeah. Okay, tart And
0: gooseberries.
1: I wanted to... Fuck a gooseberry. No,
0: listen. I mean, yeah, you weren't a fan, right? Tart as hell. So tart. But I did text uh, Laura Ann of Laura Ann's Jams to ask if she had ever done anything with gooseberries. I was like, I have pounds of them right now. I could get them new and you could do something. But hmm. anyway. She said no? Future collapse. She said
1: no, they're too tart.
0: She did not say... Uh, she didn't say anything. She was just like, sounds great. <laughs> I was like, we need to be friends. Hello. <laughs> I'm saying it on the podcast.
1: I like the idea of you texting her being like, I have all these gooseberries. You should do something with them. She's like, yeah. Oh, cool. homework. Oh, oh, did you great. just text me to give me homework? Oh, word?
0: <laughs> cool. You think you know something about my life? Like I said, we're the worst. We are the worst. <laughs> Hey, I have an idea for your thing that you do so well that you've become famous in two different careers. Let me just give you some advice.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Gooseberries. And she- <laughs> she's like, uh, cool. great. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Or, or, <laughs> or I'll just keep doing my own thing so well that I fucking slay and you can shut up. Also, I don't need new friends. <laughs> oh man,
1: that's funny as hell. Oh, geez. That's so good. You want to do some news?
0: Yeah. Let's
1: do some news. We got some some hot news.
0: news. Oh, fuck yes. I'm so excited about this. So um, we have Danny Danko, friend of the pod, uh, and uh, three other ex-colleagues from High Times Magazine have started a new cannabis media publication. They are
1: no longer associated with High Times. They're
0: no longer associated with High Times, and they are now working for a new um, magazine that is called Northeast Leaf.
1: Northeast Leaf.
0: Northeast Leaf. So the story, w- which was reported on Yahoo, so fucking big news actually,
1: Damn.
0: is former High Time staffers launched new cannabis media brand. Um, it's a free monthly print mag, fucking awesome, uh, focused on the growing cannabis communities and businesses in the eight states of the Northeast, because there's a Northwest Leaf that's you know covers California and Washington and Oregon, I'm imagining. This will be New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire and Maine. That's awesome. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Especially as more and more of those states dial in and start voting to pass legislation that makes cannabis legal.
0: Well, they all all do have legal cannabis. New York? Those states all have, well, medical. Medical. New York has medical. um, And they they, they either have medical or fully rec, um, like Massachusetts has rec. Awesome. Yeah. Man, what up, Danko? What up, fucking? So it's Dan Vinkovetsky, okay, previously known as Danny Danko, um, Mike G., who was the editor in chief of High Times for a long time, and then Pete Thompson, shout out Pete, also a friend of the pod, and Mike Trahoniak, who's like, I fucking loved working with that guy years ago, really? Yeah, just like solid, good folks who really care that's awesome about weed.
1: So the news. This week is that good people are making good things to make the world a good place.
0: Yeah, and that there is a new cannabis media brand um, coming up for the to cover the Northeast. It's just so fucking great.
1: That is awesome. It's
0: awesome. All right.
1: I like when people make things.
0: Yeah, I like when good people fucking get ahead, too.
1: That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Good news all around.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: can you say something while I take a bite of
0: the salad? Yes, I can. Oh, fucking. So that salad, New York Times Cooking. Um, I had eaten a grilled cheese for lunch, and I was with my sis today, and I was like, you know, I am just feeling like I am sweating butter. Mm. Um, That's so and good. she was like, I'll make us a salad for dinner. It's a New York Times cooking recipe: grilled corn and avocado with a feta dressing. So fucking good, right? It's
1: lemony. Is there a squeeze in there?
0: There's lemon. There's um, grilled scallions. Really? Yep. So Gr- fucking good.
1: Grilled corn is a game changer for me. Hell yes. I, it's not something I ever grew up with. I grew up with a frozen bag. You throw in a little dash of water, throw in the microwave two and a half minutes, put it on a plate, add some margarine, let that melt and put it in your mouth with a crack of salt. Yeah. Grilled corn is not that.
0: No. No. I mean, she grilled it and she pulled it off the grill. She actually had to take it away from me because I was gnawing on a cob before she could even get it into the salad. I was like, and she was like, Like Jesus, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I haven't had fresh corn. I've been in lockdown. Don't you know? I've been in LA in lockdown. We don't have fresh corn. Anyway, no, it's not like I suffered. I mean, I ate so fucking well. It's
1: so funny to picture her putting it on the counter turning around to like pour a glass of wine and turning back and you're in the corner like gollum just with a fish
0: (laughs) that's exactly what i was like exactly what i was like i did have one other little piece of news that i actually wanted to shout out real quick our friend courtney nichols of disco dining club has also launched a new thing it's called of the night and it's she's it's fucking so cool so you can follow um at of the club on ig and they're thematic party-in-a-box offerings that you can have shipped to your house in LA or Portland. And they're partnering with local chefs and purveyors of all sorts of cool shit and artists. And basically, every box will have snacks, beverages, decor, costuming, activities, and more. And then 10% of the proceeds are going to an amazing group of charities that they're supporting as well. So, oh,
1: you need that in your life.
0: Yeah, it's so fucking cool. The shit she's making is crazy. Right now, they have a slumber party box. Nice. A psychedelia box. And a, like a gnome garden box, and I don't know what any of them involve exactly. I don't know what that is either. I just went and twirled around a little bit on the website. I was so excited. She just launched it today, so congrats to uh, Disco Dining Club, Courtney, and of the night dot club. Go check it out.
1: Tight, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, she only has big ideas. Yeah. Mm, excuse yep. me. Consume
0: cor- everything. I mean, that's her motto.
1: Totally. Yep. Speaking of, um, do I have corn in my teeth?
0: Uh, a little bit. Okay. On your lower gum. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Are you corn loading, Mike? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm uh, corn loading I again. I did like the night before we left LA <laughs> to drive up here. We we made a dish <laughs> that was like kind of like a pad Thai situation with almond butter instead of peanuts. I don't even remember what, it but had yeah, it was shit. like
1: pad Thai with almond butter and a bunch of corn and scallions and shredded carrot. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: corn being the operative. Tons of corn. Thing. Because <laughs> we're like we were corn loading for our road trip.
1: I think it's brilliant. Okay. I think it's brilliant. Let's get into it a little oh, bit. Cool. Well, okay. the thing is we drove from LA up here and it's about an 18 to 24 hour drive. Mm-hmm. But because of wanting to stay as quarantined as possible, our goal was to only stop for gas, to sleep at rough stops, and if we had to peer something on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Those were the goals. So we packed up the Yeti with a shitload of food Uh and a shitload of drinks and a shitload of coffee so that we could hit the road and only stop for those three things. But I was poop nervous (laughs) the night before because I was like, oh no, I don't want to go to a gas station. I don't want to go to a Target. I don't want to go anywhere on the road where I don't know what the controlled bathroom situation is. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) So we cor- we did corn loading.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where <laughs> we couldn't leave our house until we had pooped out every last piece of corn from the meal the night before mm-hmm. so we would know that our systems were clean. Yeah. It was like using a pipe cleaner basically. Yeah, it's like yeah. being yeah,
1: it's like emptying out the trash and then you know that the bag is empty.
0: Yeah, you can count the kernels of corn <laughs> on the other end. To know that you're gonna be okay for the road trip and you're not gonna have to poop. Mm-hmm. Did it work?
1: Yeah, I didn't poop once. It was brilliant. Truly, for 24 hours. Wow. Brilliant, yeah. because I knew you. I could tell through corn loading what what my <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: how much of my corn loading needed to still be unloaded before right. we hit the road. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. i think corn loading is brilliant it was great yeah i I, anyone who wants to take a road trip and is nervous about um covid yeah corn load
0: just eat a shitload of corn corn Mm -hmm. load count the kernels Mm -hmm. and you'll be fine
1: because you can tell you You know you know what's happening when you're when you know when you're out of kernels (laughs) or not
0: yeah i i really like tracking my digestive health by the vegetable intake and then what happens on the other end like you know corn loading great yep beets Oh my God am I dying? Oh no, it's just beets <laughs> um, yeah yep
1: I like a I like a a hearty leafy green oh that you know like when you see it again you're mm-hmm. like, okay, like things are moving. there's no corks in the wine bottle
0: right yeah. I mean sometimes Archie'll eat grass and then he'll have like really interesting poops that look like knit work. Really? Yeah.
1: What, like in like lattice on a pie?
0: Yeah, it's weird. And then there's sometimes I don't want to get too much into his poop. I see a lot of it because I pick it all up. So mm-hmm. you know. I'm and you kneel down when he when it. he
1: hunches. You kneel down in front of it.
0: Yeah, a little loop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm, how's he doing? He's good today. <laughs> a pooper's loop. A poop loop. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a loop that I use to look at my weed plant. I could just repurpose it. For poop loop? A poop loop. I should wear it on a little fucking chain around my neck, like a monocle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this? Oh, this is just my poop loop. No one wants us to live (laughs) anywhere. No, nobody wants me to live anywhere. I make noises when I read. I'm late. I'm up late. I make too much noise. I have a poop loop. ah oh, jesus nobody wants me to be their neighbor nobody wants it oh, man. That's so it's fun. terrible yeah but also great i mean i'm glad you tolerate it
1: i think it's hilarious if i saw a grown woman hunched yeah with her dog poop looping yeah i would immediately not want to be your friend but i would tell everyone about you because what a rare sight mm-hmm. to see yeah yeah. Yeah. That's great.
0: Hard. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be out poop looping in public, but I do look at his poop very closely. Like
1: putting that little thing that you touch to the dynam- diamond that turns from red to green. What? It's so that you know the diamond's real, like jewelers will put a little thing on it that tests it for purity and it turns from red to green. Like counterfeit. Oh. Like it's a counterfeit kind uh, of thing. Okay. Yeah. So the whole bit that I was going to go into was one but about
0: your dog his poop right i think it's definitely yeah i think people who have children i've never experienced it because i don't have kids but you really examine their poop a lot to make sure that they're feeling okay
1: do you know what i love what recently i've been seeing a lot of friends and acquaintances on social media Mm -hmm. posting pictures of them holding babies oh and the very first sentence from all of them is like love being an aunt, not my kid, just my niece. <laughs> like it's it's like right out of the gate, such a very clear no, no, no. Just holding it, I'm happy to hold, but it is not mine. Thank you so much. Like I love the clarity of somebody who's just like nope, yep,
0: yeah. uh, not mine. <laughs> Take here's my photo op, and then I'll hand it off. Exactly. Yeah, I would definitely whenever 65 I'm 65 likes and thank you. Yeah. Oh, I, for sure, I make sure I snap a selfie whenever I'm with my friends children but when you yeah, post look, it look you... i can hold a baby no one's gonna you know what i'm okay i'm fine mm-hmm. i'm functioning
1: you palm its head like a basketball next to you
0: i definitely do have several pictures of me holding babies with a glass of wine and i'm like i maybe should put the wine down when i'm holding babies
1: have the baby hold it so you have both hands free <laughs> yeah.
0: that's a better exactly. choice yeah
1: <laughs> like let uh... both... that has to work its little dexterous muscles get those tendons going early when do you post them do you say Do you come out the gate saying like... Oh, I made the
0: biggest mistake. I took a picture of a friend's baby and posted it and she got in touch with me and she was like, yo, no. And I was like, oh. What's the yo, no? Don't post pictures of other people's children on your social media. Ever. Why? Because it's just bad fucking manners. There are a lot of people who don't want their kids on social media. Yeah, 100%. Don't do it. Don't ever take a picture of someone else's child and put it on social media. You can't dox a baby.
1: You can't dox I'm te- a baby. Don't fight
0: me on this, Mike. I'm telling you something that you should know as a person in the world who yeah, has social media. Have you ever media. seen me hold a baby? No, I've never even seen you. You cross the street if you see a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> I just I like, can't handle it. You like take your phone out and look at your phone and cross the street. I do. Like, I'm out of here. Yep. I'm out of here.
1: Like it happens before I realize I do it, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm over here now.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow. It's like those jumping spiders. Like whoop. Oh, it's over there. All of a sudden.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you're not allowed to dox kids, or you're or you're not allowed to post pictures of kids because all my friends are doing it. They're just calling out that it's not theirs. Well,
0: they probably have permission from those ch- children's parents.
1: You're saying you have to ask. Yes. I. I'm so surprised by that.
0: Yeah, it's cool. just something that I. You, it's another thing that you I, you should think about with social media. Like, when
1: you yeah. when she said it to you, were you taken aback and like "fuck you"? What the fuck? Or were you like "I'm so sorry"?
0: Oh my god! I was immediately. I was horrified. I was like, "Oh god, I'm so sorry." And she was like, "Yeah, it's just you know we're just trying to keep keep it all to ourselves right now." And I was like, "I totally get that, and I totally didn't mean to." And Wow, lesson learned. They're
1: keeping it for their own likes, is why they don't want sure. the like. They don't want. <laughs> I mean, that the is a beautiful baby. It's yeah. a total,
0: I could have gotten some serious likes from that baby. But. That's why they do it. It has
1: mm-hmm. not, They're out there posting like pictures of like bullshit. Like, no, it, it like, just.
0: I don't even want to fight with you, about it. because right. like the truth of it is, like it's a really good. Uh, another sort of branch of like considerateness for other people in the world of like consideration of like what you're putting on your social media that could affect someone else's fucking life you know that's interesting yeah so i don't want to be kind of cavalier about it because it's i don't know it is weird pretty seriously i I was like i think you're
1: right because it's it is uncomfortable that my first thought when like our first not mine but like people's first thought when they hold a baby, is I'm holding a baby, and their second thought is I should post me holding this baby. Mm. That's that is fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I mean sometimes it's just like bursting with joy. I mean there's definitely I have a picture of me with another friend's baby where I like my friend wasn't feeling well and she was like, "Can you just come and take the baby for a couple of hours?" And I was like, "Whoa!" And so I found myself wearing a baby in Brooklyn, which is crazy. Mm. And um, I took a picture of myself, asked if I could post it. She said, "Okay." You know, I felt very proud to like have that picture because, like, on some level, there is a need that I have to like show the world that like I I I'm okay with kids. Like totally. I, I'm proud and happy. And it was a really cute pick. And but um, yeah, there's something else under it too where you're like, yeah, doing it for doing it for attention, doing it for likes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't do.
1: Know. I get it though. I there is like a thing inside me that has the desire to mold a kid into a good human being for the rest of the world Mm. i just don't think the world needs any more human beings right now Mm. but that's not to say i don't think i'd be a good i would do a good job at it
0: sure you know i think you'd be very responsible and and like very hands-on
1: probably overprotective i mean i'm a nervous dude
0: bobo loves you because you take like the time to like deal with him on his own terms which I think most people don't so I can imagine with like a human baby
1: yeah where's the line between like listening to them and like going with their flow and being like yo I don't like no like i need to just like handle this oh and i don't know i think
0: that's so interesting because there's i learned this from being a nanny and just watching my friend's parent there's a developmental stage up to which you don't reason or say no ever you were just attuned to all of their needs and you fucking meet them and that's it and it's quite a long time and i don't know where the cutoff is but there is a point where you start like sleep training and you know like t- teaching them to like you know do certain things where they actually can react and respond because their brains are developed enough but there's like a whole fucking stretch like maybe even the first year where you are just attuned to their needs and meeting them at all times and never saying no if possible
1: wow isn't that nuts it is nuts because well, yeah. it immediately opens up like we talk about serial killers so much and like sociopaths <laughs> and psycho like you they know they just didn't
0: have their needs met you think yeah of course maybe yeah
1: like they just like certain doors were closed and locked before they even had an opportunity to crack open
0: yeah that's crazy it's interesting fascinating. you know i just uh, that makes me think i just saw a thing on facebook of a list of serial killers and their um their horoscope their sun signs mm-hmm. i can never remember which sun sign star sign whichever the you know like i'm an aries what is that sun sign I always fucking forget. You're
1: asking someone who thinks that's not interesting.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. But it, what was interesting was that they were all like three signs. All of them. No shit. Yeah. A list of like 25 zero killers and they were all Gemini's and i don't know what else and like sunshine and pisces something, something. i was like Whoa. oh listen just no no aries in there i'm an aries well i guess i'm fine <laughs> i mean weird tendencies so
1: funny you go to the doctor and it's like we don't want to know the sex we just want to know the sunshine sun sun sign <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: because if we have this kid too early or too late could be a serial could killer. Could be a serial killer. Can't have it in March. you got to stay in
0: there until April. <laughs> got to stay in there. Yeah.
1: The doctor's like, okay, it looks like you are going to be. Nope. nope. No.
0: We've got to we- induce early or have it late.
1: Yeah. But we're keeping that thing plugged. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You go to some shaman doctor. I think that's the way it would. That's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. you got to have a good mix of spirituality and medical efficiency. You need to go see like shaman. Shaman doctors for your pregnancy to make sure your stars are lined up for like Enriching successful youth Mm -hmm. and not serial killers sure. I think that's a good idea. Okay, it's a great racket. This is your
0: birth plan (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Ever listen to Mike Glazer. This is how we do it.
1: I'm the Gary V. Oh, Uh, no of astrology pregnancy
0: I can't with that guy. He's too nuts for me can't No, nope can't do it.
1: Why we saw a big dipper out. We saw stars last night.
0: Yeah, i did see stars
1: my my dad loves to point out orion's belt that's is that a dad thing you think Uh, my dad loves to point out orion's belt. wait how
0: do we get to that from gary v
1: oh because i was thinking about stars like the gary v of astrology
0: oh okay yes i uh well the orion's belt i mean there's like a few constellations that anyone can point out right the big dipper Mm -hmm. and orion and that's it and yeah. you, you know what they look like?
1: Yeah. Sometimes he'll point to Mars as a joke, but it's a blinking tower.
0: Oh, okay. That's a good one.
1: That's a funny dad joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. Oh man. I- I'd love to hear if any fathers out there love to point out Orion's belt.
0: Of course they do. They all do. <laughs> it's a total dad thing.
1: Yeah. I just think it's so funny. Yeah. Dads all over the world coming together to point out Orion's belt. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. All the, on, during dad Fest 2021, when all the dads all over the world come outside and point as one fatherly union at Orion's belt.
0: <laughs> Did your dad teach you how to find the North Star?
1: Uh, no, I don't know how to do that.
0: Hmm. Okay. What is that? It's You use it finding the Big Dipper. You can orient by um, lining up a couple of the stars, and then it's like straight up from there.
1: From the cup or the handle?
0: From the dipper. The I dipper's think.
1: handle or the dipper's cup? From the
0: front end of the dipper, I think. Okay. From those two stars, you line them up, uh-huh. and then you draw a line up, and the north star, I think, but I might be wrong. But my dad taught me when I was a kid. That's fucking Clearly cool. Clearly I've forgotten.
1: No, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll try it tonight. I'll just look straight up, and if it's there, there you go. <laughs> You'll know it. What I, The north star thing is so, I don't know. What? I feel like I lost, I feel like just humanity loses their... Um, like, my sense of direction, uh-huh. I can I can get back. Okay. But I don't, I don't think if I looked at the North Star, I'd be like, got it.
0: Right, but you've been raised on cell phones and the internet, so you've never had the need to orient yourself. And also, you're from, like, you're a city kid, so you never had to learn which way was anything.
1: I just know where a big tower is or a water thing is right you orient
0: using objects you don't orient using celestial bodies whereas like I always fucking know which way east and west are because of just how like I you know where I grew up and how I was taught what do you use the sun (laughs) oh really yeah (laughs) no shit yeah the sun's just wherever it is in the sky at any time I know which direction anything is no I know but
1: when it when it when it goes (laughs) down it sets in the west Uh uh-huh Rises in the east Uh huh but that drives me fucking nuts, actually, Mary Jane. I'm so glad we're talking about this. Why? Because I've asked you for directions before, mm-hmm. and you're like, head east. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't <laughs> even know what that fucking means.
0: That's so funny. I had a fucking moment when I was out on Long Island with some friends. We were going on a canoe trip, and my friend was driving, and she was going the wrong way. And she was following the blue dot on her cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I knew that we were going the wrong way. And I said we were going the wrong way, but I wasn't driving. And it wasn't my job to be a fucking backseat driver. And we went, like, way out of the way and I was like it's the other direction and she was like no the map says this and then finally she was like oh the map's wrong and she had to turn around we had to do this whole big thing it was like you know whatever 15 or 20 miles and she was like well how did you know and I was like because of the sun like I knew we were supposed to be going east when we were headed west and everyone in the car was like what (laughs) and I was like what? (laughs) It's just like this crazy moment where they were all like, how did, and I was like, what's happening right now? (laughs) Like, how do you all, but it's just different when you're raised in the city and you're raised with internet and cell phone service and you orient using objects. It's just super fucking different.
1: It's so crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, When (laughs) I, when I hear the word East, I'm like, is that right? (laughs) Yeah. Dear God. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like in this house right now, Uh do you know, directions here at all i don't okay interesting because the sun is rising that way in the morning
1: okay for a front door mm-hmm.
0: and then setting in the garden in the back mm-hmm.
1: so if you're okay so it's coming it's going from front door to back door yep is the sun is
0: yeah the front door faces east got and it the back of the house faces west
1: i had no idea mm-hmm. fuck man yeah damn all right And <laughs> <laughs> now we know <laughs> I, I i
0: like that it I mean, is it's cool it's definitely like you know, if you're feeling lost in a foreign land and you can at least find that out and figure out also which way, whatever body of water is nearby it's
1: mm-hmm. helpful. See, I'd do fine on that Netflix show alone. Oh, I would do great. Yeah. I'd be like North Star. Boom!
0: I spent a day at Far Reaches Farm. I know what I can eat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cut to three minutes later.
0: uh Guys, uh, I was corn loading, and this is not. So, uh, oh. <laughs>
1: hey, we're coming up on a little bit of time. You want to do some buds of the week and dip? Yes,
0: I do want to do some buds of the week and dip. All right,
1: let's do some buds of the week.
0: Okay, are you gonna go first or am I?
1: Uh, I don't have a preference but i'm pulling mine up
0: okay i'm pulling mine up right now and it's actually our host basically the uh, amy and greg whose house we're staying in amy is aj Grandin on instagram and she and greg are in alaska fishing on the arminta which is their salmon boat and they're just so wonderful and their house is so cool and full of cool things and great photos and stories and it's just so neat and i'm so grateful to be here and it's like having this beautiful garden and getting outside i made fucking raspberry crisp with raspberries that we picked from the garden the other day it's just it's truly wonderful and And a
1: hummingbird looked to you like the fuck you doing back here that was
0: so cool i got a cup of coffee and i just went and stood out in the back step and it kind of zoomed it was like a disney moment it came up and was like and then it was like two feet away from me maybe just hanging out and then came around to the side to sort of examine me from the profile it was like being scanned or something was i was just really, gonna say, really like crazy the
1: cia like because mm-hmm. we're on some lists by now
0: oh definitely yeah we're on all the lists
1: <laughs> send the hummingbird drones just to make sure they're only picking raspberries totally <laughs> yeah exactly
0: yeah, yeah. it was wild and hummingbirds are wild and loud and amazing so um yeah at aj grondon on ig follow her for some cool posts from Alaska. And thank you, Amy and Greg. This place is amazing, and um, yeah, it's just really cool. Also, your like design aesthetic is very fucking awesome. It's like warm and great colors, and an amazing kitchen. Oh, all of the birds died in 1986 due to Reagan killing them and replacing them with spies that are now watching us. The birds work for the bourgeoisie, don't. What was that? <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? No. That
1: meme, the birds work for the bourgeoisie? No. <laughs> you well, just made me think of it because of the hummingbirds back there scanning you for um, CIA confirmation.
0: Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's my
1: butt of the Week. <laughs> that's a great butt of the Week. And also I want to say to them, thank you for letting me borrow your book on Dan Barber, which I found in your stacks upon stacks of books because... She did South by Southwest in 2018 on a panel with Dan.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: That's so fucking cool.
0: It is so fucking cool. Amy is involved in the slow food movement and she and Greg sell their salmon to local restaurants. And they're just like, yeah, fucking super cool. Doing cool stuff in all sorts of ways. I
1: hope they're having the most successful fishing time.
0: Yeah. Right now. Season. Season. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
1: The most successful fishing season right Mm -hmm. now fucking exciting yeah really cool people all right my butt of the week this week is the hilarious del harrison yes i just bought her album for the road trip up here excuse me it's so good it's called oh yeah girl and her instagram is i am del harrison excuse me so it is i am del d-e-l and then harrison has two r's Oh Yeah Girl is a sick, sick album. It's her first album. She can sing like a motherfucker. I got mm-hmm. it. Her birthday was recently. So if you're looking to do a good thing for somebody new in your life, go buy Dell's album and support great comedians who are following their dreams. Yeah. This was a good app.
0: This is really fun.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Fun to hang out and chat with you, Mike.
1: Yeah. Thank you for the delicious salad. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everybody out there. I hope you're all staying safe and cozy and hanging in the best you can.
0: Yeah. Shout out uh, Wanamaka. Our friend Jordan is, she's in Appalachia right now on a hammock reading books next to a lake. I think it's like maybe a good time, you know, if you can just like get into some place where you can breathe a little fresh air. Like I I just wish that everyone has that for themselves in some way. Mm -hmm. Same, same. Be it a fire escape or, you know, a lake or a a shoreline walk or a time in the woods.
1: Do you think she's going, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. She's definitely Reading, she's licking her finger and turning each page, and then going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It's like a coloring book.
0: Mm-hmm, oh, oh, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a coloring book, but yeah, it's yeah. so good.
0: <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Email us at wg I don't know. Have have good days as as good as you can right now. Bye, everyone. Bye.